Welcome to Japanese Made Easy, where we use advanced techniques like pattern recognition and contextual learning so you can quickly and easily start speaking Japanese. Hi, this is Greg. Welcome to episode 3 of the Japanese Made Easy podcast. If you're just joining us, I want to mention that all episodes are cumulative, so please start with episode 1. Let's jump in and do some review. If you did your speaking homework, this will be pretty easy. Speaking to an elderly person, point out or bring up the fact that there's a cat. Polite Japanese, ask... Is there a dog? Answer, yes, there is. In casual Japanese, how would you ask, is there a cat? There is one, so how might we answer? Okay, let's get into today's lesson. Recalling the meaning of cognate, that is, words that have similar sound and meaning between two languages, let's learn the name of some countries, starting with North America and working our way south. I'm sure you'll get these. Just listen. Canada Canada the country north of the United States is Canada. So we say Canada in Japanese, it's Canada. Canada. This word is a great opportunity to point out the consistencies in Japanese pronunciation. The English spelling has three A's C A N A D A. But in North American English, at least, the A's are pronounced differently. Ka, na, da. I'll only say the vowels to make the point. I went to a, 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 Canada. Compared to Japanese, Kanada. I went to Kanada. This is a nice point about Japanese in that the vowel sounds don't really change. And so, you can self-check your own pronunciation. So, a pronunciation tip is to only say the vowel sounds and check to make sure they are similar. Ah, ah, ah. Canada. Canada. New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago are all large cities located in... America. America. In other words, the United States of America. Let's check to make sure we're pronouncing it correctly using our vowels only technique. A, E, I, A. The A sound at the beginning should be the same as the A sound at the end. A, E, I, A. A, me, li, ka. And again, we encounter the li, li, which isn't really an R, but almost like saying the capital D, but softly. America. 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 So far, so good. 
Of the two countries we just heard, which one has a white flag with a red maple leaf on it? Canada. And which country will you find New York City in? America. Moving even further south, the country on the southern border of America is Mexico. 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 This is kind of tricky at first, so repeat this super slow version. Mexico. Mexico. And if you hadn't noticed, Japanese is very consistent with regard to consonant vowel consonant vowel pronunciation. Mexico. Canada. America. So, keeping that in mind, you can kind of self check your pronunciation when saying things slowly. So, those are three easy cognates, which is why we are doing them first. We'll move over to other parts of the world in a bit. Let's attach a sound to these place related words and see how the meaning changes. My friend Annie was born and raised in Toronto, Canada. So, if someone asks her about her nationality, She would refer to herself as Canada Jin. Canada Jin. In fact, everybody from her family were born and raised in Canada, so they are all Canada Jin. Like all other nouns, we don't do anything to the word regardless of how many there are. So, one Canadian is Canada Jin. And a group of Canadians is still just. Let's try another one. I'm from. America. And so if nationality comes up, I say I'm. America. My parents and sister were born and raised in the US, so we are all. America. So, no grammar rules to remember, just following the pattern. You try the next one. At the time of the writing of this podcast episode, the president of Mexico was born and raised there. So, regarding his nationality, he would be what? Mexico Jin. Mexico Jin. Mexico Jin. Try answering the question before our native speaker does. Annie, who was raised in Toronto, is. Canada Jin. Because she's from what country? Canada. I was born and raised in the USA, so I'm. America Jin. Because I'm from where? America. The president of Mexico is. Mexico Jim. Because he's from the country of. Mexico. So, as you have probably figured out, we can just attach Jin to the country name to get nationality. It means person, but it's not a standalone word for person. Just as in English, we combine the country name with an ending. For example, Canada, Canadian. 
The ending dn part isn't a standalone word for person. So just think of gene as an attachment, giving us literally Canada person, United States of America person, Mexico person, but not used as a standalone word, as in he's an interesting person. All right, let's take a break. And now here's your tip of the day from Japanese Made Easy. I'll get right to the tip. Don't hesitate to speak because you are worried about making mistakes. Don't let the fear of making a mistake hold you back. For some students, this is a big deal. Of all the mistakes I've made while living in Japan, here are a couple of my favorites that will hopefully inspire you to not worry about it. My first week in Japan at a fast food restaurant, after placing my order, the employee asked me a question. I didn't understand even one word of it. Since I didn't have anything to drink, I gambled, saying, uh, cola? I could tell by her reaction that I had guessed completely wrong. She thought about it for a second, then pointed at the counter, and then at the door, and then at the counter, and then at the door. Ah, for here or to go, I thought. So I replied in fluent charades and pointed at the door. So she bagged everything up and I was on my way. No big deal. This next one is my favorite, though. Having been in Japan for years and built up a lot of vocabulary, I walked into a drugstore that sells things like shampoo, aspirin, band-aids, and that kind of thing. Not able to find what I was there to buy, I asked a young woman who was stocking the shelves, and this is in Japanese the whole time, I said essentially, Excuse me, where are the kamakiri? She looked completely confused, and I was thinking, Hmm, must be my pronunciation. So this time, making a shaving motion around my face, I tried again, saying, You know, kamakiri, do you sell any? No reply. Just a look of even more confusion, followed by a blank stare, and then deep thought. Finally, she replied, Kamisori desu ka? Ah, there's the word. Yes, that's right. Razors. Then I thought, wait, so what had I been asking for? I mentally worked it out real quick. Kamisori, kamakiri, kamisori, kamakiri. Then it dawned on me, and I laughed. And she did too. The words have a similar cadence, the same amount of syllables, and they both contain the idea of cutting something. So my brain had mixed them up. I had asked, Excuse me, where are the praying mantises? And then, making the shaving motion to clarify, You know, praying mantises, do you sell any? And all that happened was two people got a laugh, and I eventually got what I was there to buy. Again, no big deal. So, if you're worried about mistakes, well, that one is pretty hard to beat, and it all turned out okay. Let's learn a super easy particle that will get a lot of use. I was talking to a friend and told him that I recently went to a baseball game. I mentioned that they had really good hot dogs. He asked, So, did you put mustard on it? I said, Just mustard? No, of course I put mustard to ketchup on it. Then he asked, Who'd you go with? I answered, a couple of friends. John, To, Jeff. So let that simmer in the brain for just a second while we learn two more easy food cognates. Just listen. Sandwich. 
When I was young, I liked peanut butter and jelly. Now that I'm older, I like bacon, lettuce, and tomato. With just that, I think you can get these next ones. Somebody asks you what you had for lunch. Tell them a sandwich and coffee. I'll toss an easy cognate in there to add to our sweets collection. Did you catch it? Or donuts. One more time. How would you translate? I'd say cake and donuts. Try saying cookies and donuts. How about pizza and cola? Pizza to cola. Pizza to cola. So you're probably wondering can we only say two things or can we say a list of things? Here's the answer. Megumi, what countries have we studied so far? Canada to Mexico to America. There you have it. Canada and Mexico and America or the United States. Canada to Mexico to America. All right, now that we have more vocabulary, we can expand on what we can say. At an international party, everybody is dressed in clothes that are the color of their country flag. Wearing white and red are the Canada Jin. Wearing red, white, and blue are the America Jin. And wearing white, green, and red are the Mexico Jin. So, you spot an American before an acquaintance does, and you want to bring up this fact and mention it. In polite Japanese, how would you say, There's an American? The yo ending is optional, so let's practice without it for now. But a quick note. Regarding the yo particle, I mentioned previously that it gives a friendly feeling, and that's one use of it. Also, if a person is just stating the facts and there is no feeling behind what is being said, then it likely won't be used. Kind of like the difference in feeling between saying, they have hot dogs, hamburgers, and fries. In that case, it's just the facts, there's no emotion behind it. But if I think the information is likely to change the listener's perspective on things, or be interesting to them in some way, it kind of serves that purpose. For example, if I know my friend is hungry, I might deliver it this way. Hey, they've got hamburgers. Hey, hamburgers exist, yo. So it's purely a feeling thing, and you will get used to it, and really there isn't a right or wrong with this necessarily. How about a person from Canada exists? 
a person from Mexico exists. Mexico And over there on the table, mention there are donuts. Still using polite Japanese, bring up and mention that there is pizza and sandwiches. Pizza to That there are cookies and cake. Gesture to the pizza and sandwiches and donuts and mention that they exist. Take your time. Pizza to sandwich to donuts がありますピザとサンドイッチとドーナツがあります Gesture to and mention the three people who are chatting. There's a person from Mexico, from Canada, and the USA. And the last one, the grand finale. Point out that there is coffee and cola and sandwiches and donuts. One more time. Coffee, cola, sandwiches, donuts. コーヒーとコーラとサンドイッチとドーナツがあります。コーヒーとコーラとサンドイッチとドーナツがあります。To a very close friend, and so using casual Japanese, point out the fact that there is a cat and a dog. 猫と犬いるよ。same thing, but to a person you feel you should speak politely to. Ask very casually, are there sandwiches and donuts? Still casual at an international party, for some reason, a person wants to know, are there Americans and Canadians? Then another person asks, are there Canadians and Mexicans? Answer, yeah, there are. Oops, based on the person you're talking to, you quickly realize a polite response would have been better. Switch it up to, yes, there are. Point out all the awesome food to a good friend. Bring up the fact that there's pizza, sandwiches, and donuts. Pizza to sandwich to donuts are you?
ピザとサンドイッチとドーナツあるよ。All right, if you got all of those, you're doing great. Your homework for this will be to listen to the practice exercise version of the podcast a couple times before moving on to the next episode. You can grab that over at JapaneseMadeEasy.com. And remember, for questions or comments, feel free to drop me an email at greg at JapaneseMadeEasy.com or just leave a comment in the comments section. See you in the next episode. This has been another episode of Japanese Made Easy. For additional practice audios and downloads, visit JapaneseMadeEasy.com.